I think I just confused Charlene because I just collapsed. <laughs> I, I just clapped, but that's okay. Uh, if, for those of you who do not know, this is the Pop Up Podcast. What is the Pop Up Podcast? Well, let me tell you if you're listening. Basically, the co-founders of Pop Up Commons, me, Miranda Taylor, Camille, and Rosa decided that we were going to have a podcast and we were going to interview entrepreneurs and we were just going to have a good time, laugh and giggle and learn a lot of things. So without further ado, I will let Camille talk a little bit about herself and then introduce the wonderful person that I have sitting in front of me. Hi, aloha kako everyone for our listeners and apparently our viewers since Miranda's also recording this. So if you ever do see us, hi, we're waving at you right now. <laughs> like Miranda said, my name is Camille Kealana. I am one of the co-founders here at Pop-Up Commons. I'm also a program and project manager for here in the Omaha metropolitan area. So if you happen to see my name on one of your projects, that's me. Um, And I am pleased to um, be on the podcast today. But I'll have Miranda do the introduction. You're always way better at the introductions than I am. Like, she's like the MC. I'm like the MC, but you're, I guess you're the takeaway queen. I'm the MC and she's the takeaway <laughs> queen. I guess we have titles now. With that being said, this is Shalene. This is one of the most kindest human beings I have ever met in my life. And if my grammar is improper, it is because it doesn't matter. There are no words to really give her an introduction because of how amazing she is. Uh, This woman, I will tell you, was a friend of mine. Not very long, but long enough for me to know that she is literally the kindest, the most generous human being I've ever met. And why I say this is because... She does henna, and she'll talk a little bit more about what that is, but every single time I've ever needed it, she has sat down, and she's done my whole entire arm, and afterwards, (laughs) I feel like weight lifted off my chest. She's a miracle worker. She gives back so much. She has literally gone above and beyond for me in my life. She has taken time out of her life to watch my kids when I've needed it. She has taken time out of her life to just be there for me as a friend. But not only that, she is a badass entrepreneur. And her story is incredible. I'm not sure which parts of her story we're going to get into today, but I'm taking way too much of this mic time. (laughs) And here is Shalene. And I cannot pronounce your last name, and I just do not want to butcher it on the mic. So I will let you introduce yourself from start to finish and tell us a little bit about your business and why you're on this pop-up podcast. Um, Well, I'm Shalene Hirchi, and it's really wonderful to be with friends. And I would love to be on your guys' podcast because I'm with friends. I'm with people who I've gotten the blessing to see this from the beginning all the way to what it is now. And, you know, it's such an honor to be on your guys' podcast and to, you know, be with people that are entrepreneurs, people who are, you know, being badasses. And you get to sit with a whole bunch of people who are now giving you nuggets of wisdom. And now you get to share those nuggets of wisdom with the masses instead of, you know, just other entrepreneurs or, you know, other people who are in your PTA and things like that. So it's a blessing to be here, and um, I'm Shalene. I am the owner and founder of Mandy by Shalene, and um, we infuse Reiki with the magical form of henna, which is a shamanic plant that creates healing, and it already has healing properties, and we just create more healing properties. We like to create beauty from the inside out because people are already beautiful. You're just enhancing what they already have. And the- you know, you have been on my talk show before, so <laughs> I know way too much about henna at this point, but I do want us to educate um, our viewers because I know that when we sat down that first time, I 
called it really bad things. I called it a tattoo, and it's not a tattoo. Um, I would like to start there so sure. that people yeah. understand exactly what it is. So henna is actually the f- oldest form of art. Cleopatra is actually the first woman ever to even be documented in history to have henna. And henna is the international word, and mendi is the authentic term. Um, so for people who are Muslim or Arab, mendi is something everybody will know. But for our Western world knowledge, henna is what it goes by. So on my business cards, it says both that I'm a henna mendi artist, which is actually very redundant, but it is the same thing. Um, so henna is a plant. So it is not a tattoo, which I really appreciate you saying, um, because I work really, really hard to educate. So henna is not a tattoo. It is actually a form of art form, and we get to create this beautiful, authentic, unique piece to each and every person. And I may not remember your name, and I do apologize, but I will always remember what piece we did and what we kind of talked about. Um, I'm way better at bases than I am names, and I, again, will apologize. But I will know you. If you come to me, I will gladly know you, or if we've shared a moment, I will remember that for a very long time. Um, My partner and I talk about how I will not remember anybody's name, but I will remember what piece I drew for you. We draw a lot, and it's amazing, and it's... I've been so blessed that I have a bunch of henna sisters now here in Omaha that I get to run this amazing company with them. And we got to do 190 events this year, which is absolutely insane. And we went from 4 to 9 to 11 to 41 to now 190. And next year, we're hoping to get even bigger. Which is crazy because when I first... (laughs) If you've ever seen her at any of the vendor shows or anything like that, It is crazy to even think that she has grown that big that fast. And what I mean by that is, like, when you went on my podcast, or not podcast, but talk show that first time, literally, like, you were, like, just, like, oh, I just do this. I do a lot, but I just kind of do this. And now it's, like, a full-blown business. Um, Mm. Because this is a business podcast, I do want to focus on that a little bit. Absolutely. And ask you an interesting question. So you're starting to grow, right? Yes. So... What do you think was your biggest challenge of starting to have employees or are they contractors or what does that look like for you and whatever you kind of want to talk about in that because I know that that's something that with growing pings right in any business everybody goes through and your business is so unique and your name is associated with it so how did you go about doing that and like talk about it? So one of my artists I actually met through saying, hey, I'm looking for friends here in Omaha when I had my studio. And um, overhead is a really big thing. So I had a studio which didn't work out because I would have to do 14 pieces of henna before I even paid off that studio. And it doesn't make sense. I'd rather be doing a pop-up somewhere where I can do it for the day, I can make my money, and I am able to then employ people. So I am blessed that I have two almost full-time employees basically for every event that we're at so they're mostly at every event and now they also do a lot of events without me and um they have either worked with me for between six to six months six weeks to six months um and nobody gets to put their name i guess into our company without practice you are practicing a lot and you will send me photos or I will, you'll come to my house or whatever, we're always practicing. Hey, that line you did wasn't perfect, can we show you how to do it this time? Or, hey, they'll tell me things like, hey, you know, your lines are a little sloppy today, did you have too much coffee or something like that? And we go back and forth. So 
yeah, as much as we want quantity, because of course you want to meet as many people as you can, it is always about quality. So we call it Disney magic. So the people in my group, we call it Disney magic. So you see in Disney, anytime you see one of the Disney characters, they never break character, no matter what is going on in their regular life. We're creating that Disney moment for each and every person. So I want to make sure you have a magical moment every time you sit with me, every time you sit with one of my artists. If you're leaving upset or leaving where you don't feel like you've had that connection, I have failed on my part. And it's not always about making money. It's not always about all the financial things. Don't get me wrong, that's great and all. But if I am not making an impact in your life, I have not done my job. And my artists and my sisters all know that too. So I don't, I have Nicole and I have Gabrielle and they are absolutely phenomenal in their own rights. Um, Nicole has her own business and then comes and works for me and Gabrielle will work with me and uh, she will continue to work with me because we want to do this together. And I am so blessed that I got to meet these wonderful people who have helped me not only grow in my mindset but grow our business and we get to do this together. So whether it's Papillion days or Benson days or whatever event that we are blessed to be at we get to do it together and it's so much more fun to do it together than doing it alone because i remember doing these solo and having to carry the tent all by myself or making sure the coolers are always cold and whatever to have people to do it you're delegating instead of doing it all by yourself so like so i always talk about like finding your people you essentially mm-hmm. found your people i did yeah <laughs> and and um i met gabrielle in one of my henna classes and i met nicole at one of my um groups and then we started our first event together was Pride at uh, Baxter Arena when it was there. And I still remember me and her saying, there's a tornado outside. We're not going to look up. We're just going to focus on the line. We're not going to look up. We're just going to focus on the line. And we both looked at each other like the clouds are really dark. And she's like, yep, we're just going to keep going until they tell us we have to go into the shelter. And we actually moved our line from the big area to the shelter. And we continued because we are so blessed in what my job is, is we don't need much. So we just kept the line going in the shelter. So now everybody's freaking out that there's a tornado going on and we are still continuing our line of how many people we got to touch that day. So it was crazy. Yeah, it was insane. I was going to say, so you really didn't break character. We did not. We did not break character. and, And that is the whole thing is you're not to break character. We get it. Life is busy and life is stressful and we all have our own crap that we have to deal with. But that person, a lot of times, like especially at like Papillion Days, people have saved money to come get henna done. The last thing I want them to have to deal with is, oh my God, it's so hot. Oh my God, you know, and then you get people who are like, oh my God, I waited two and a half hours and you're done in 10 minutes. But you want that 10 minutes to be so impactful that they don't realize that they've waited two and a half hours in line. Do you know what I mean? The same way when you wait in line at Disney, you don't realize that you've been sitting in line 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. You want that moment to be perfect even though you're sitting on a 30 second ride for those of you who didn't attend papillion days it was so hot it It was was... 111 degrees and um yeah extremely hot we had lines that were two and a half hours we were very 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 blessed and i'm so thankful for each and every one of you who was willing to wait in that line i know we did things where we said hey you can come back we did text messaging we we did a bunch of things so you didn't have to stand in our booth because it is very hot um but we are we are so thankful, forever thankful, that people did wait. And I understand whether you got a, a quick 30-second turtle or you got a full full hand design. We want to make sure each and every person has the same impact. It does not matter 
how much you've spent with us, whether it's $10 or a $70 piece. And the, the thing that's special about you that I don't think a lot of other Mendy artists or henna artists do is you infuse yours with Reiki. I do. And um, again, to educate people about what Reiki is. Reiki is the oldest Japanese form of energy healing. And we all have seven chakras. We actually have 21 chakras, but seven is what everybody talks about. So you have your root and you have your sacral and, you know, you keep going all the way up. But if you can't have those in alignment, there's something always wonky about you. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's hard to everybody to get into a Reiki practitioner or for everybody to get some sort of healing. This way, you have it on your skin for seven days. Your skin is so absorbent. It's going through every fiber of your being. And I get to create this moment, not only for you where you're sitting with me, but for the next seven days. So whatever your body needs or whatever it needs to be fed, whether it's an extra bit of self-love or a little bit of extra tenderness or, you know, just a little bit of this or a little bit of that, you're trying to fill in those gaps. And yeah, I wish I could sit with every person and give each and every person a Reiki session. Unfortunately, I cannot. But most of my sessions turn into some sort of a therapy session or some sort of messaging session. And it's not always intentional and I don't always know what I'm telling you because you know I'm very blessed and I get to know things that other people don't get to know but it's always something that you need to hear and maybe you don't need to hear it now but it's something that will impact you later and I, I get to say these things and do these things and I really sometimes don't even know where all this comes from it's the universe and God and all that and we're so blessed to have that it, we're so blessed to be where we are because it's in my wildest dream, never I thought in, in Nebraska would I be running a henna business full time where not only do I still have to educate 90% of the people who come into my booth about what is henna and that it's not dangerous and all these things, but I can do this as a full time job. That I am making enough that what I would make at a regular 9 to 5 job, I can make in, you know, 7 months if I really worked hard at it. So yeah. Which, it, she works really hard. Like, <laughs> so probably of those 190 vendor shows that you did this year, how many of them were you at? A lot. I, I only missed 41. She only missed 41. And, again, if to, for the people who can't see the video, she has henna on her arm, you know. Um, and I don't even know if you can't see it on the video because it's kind of far away, but, you know, Henna is a beautiful design on your body, and she or one of your employees literally draws it in real time. Mm -hmm. And so it is like literally a freehand drawing pretty much yeah. on, on your body. This weekend we did a Grinch birthday, a Grinch party for Christmas, so everybody had little Grinches all over there. <laughs> so, and I can draw, like I'm so grateful that, you know, we've learned how to draw basically anything. As long as you can Google it for the most yeah. part, I can draw it. So I've drawn flamingos in the last week, I've drawn... 170 Grinches, you know, like in like, for example, Hippie Fest, we draw thousands of sunflowers. That is the biggest thing of Hippie Fest. And we're so blessed that for each and every event, we get to draw something different. So for um, Pick a Pooch, it was paws for dogs and cats and things like that. So instead of it being a tattoo, it's a design that you get to now take with you for the week. And we try to make every design meaningful. Of course, there are still the flash art that we do, but 99% of what we do is very meaningful. And every time I've sat down with you, what, regardless of what you believe, every time I've sat down with her and I've had her do something on my body, I felt that, like, weight, just the weight completely lifted off my shoulders, whatever it be for the week, or, you know, I might have you draw something on my kidney because <laughs> it's having a hard time. It's my own damn fault. But 
those kind of things. And even if even if it's just for like five minutes that somebody gets with you, it's not five minutes of just break time. And Hannah right, it has lots of really nice essential oils in it, mm-hmm. and it feels so good on so your body. Just lavender and tea tree. It's this like perfect blend. And so henna's already cooling, and now you have this relaxing mix to it. So whatever stress you have of the day, it's really fun when I make henna at my house. And whoever comes into our house, especially if they're really stressed, they're like, and it's, it's just fun to watch them literally go from, oh, my shoulders are so tight, to, oh, okay, I don't actually remember what I was mad about. And it's, it's just entertaining to me. Yeah, so you had talked about, like, alignment, so I kind of wanted to go back for everybody to have a key takeaway with business owners. So... She mentioned about being aligned in like the chakras, right? So that also gets applied to your business, right? What serves you, what doesn't. So early on, there was a brick and mortar, right? Mm-hmm. You had a shop, but that wasn't necessarily serving the purpose, right, right. for your business. Yeah. And so you had to evolve and make sure what aligned with you down to Gabriella and who? Mm-hmm. Nicole, right? So a quick takeaway for that. If something doesn't serve you, it's a reason why it doesn't serve you. Try to find things that you align with, that you're passionate about, right? The healing aspect, right, is something that she now blends together, right? Find stuff that you're passionate about that aligns with your mission and what you want to do, which kind of is a great segue into our affirmation card that we had pulled. Actually, Rosa had brought the cards and it kind of fell out. So (laughs) I think it was like a sign that we should really read this one. And she said, okay, let's read it. So our affirmation card that was pulled today was, today I make a difference. Today I will stay focused, work hard, and do my very best at everything that I do. Well, that's actually even how Hannah started here in Omaha is I was selling hot chocolate bombs because my ex and I, um, we didn't have a lot of money when we got married. And I wanted to help. I wanted to help people. In home, the idea that somebody doesn't have something, it's like, okay, cool, we'll figure it out. Let's cook for you. Let's take care of you, blah, blah, blah. Well, I had somebody who had a different mindset of, oh, but we don't have enough for us. And I'm like, but if I come up with the money, will you let me do it? And so I started with 100 hot chocolate bombs, and at the end of it, I had sold 1,700 hot chocolate bombs. And we took a huge portion. Okay, we took most of it, but he doesn't know that. But we took most of it, and we went and like gave it back, so whether we bought Christmas trees or presents or food for these families. So we did 11, and this year we're already at 11, and we're only on the 5th of December. And so we're hoping to get to 50 by the end, by, by Christmas. But yeah, we, we, um, uh, my partner and I now have actually put out saying we are looking for jackets and coats and presents and all that because we do have families who need help. And there is Project Intentional and all that, but there are a lot of people who just get dropped through the cracks. And some people are really hard to ask, and these are also a lot of military families who need a lot of help. So we're actually very blessed and we're working with them right now because military is not always, you know, rainbows and bunnies and roses. It's hard. And it's hard for people to talk about who have been through so much about what they're going through and especially to say, hey, I can't afford Christmas this year. So I am really blessed that my partner is in the, was in the military and is retired and has all this knowledge that I have been so blessed to learn about and I get to now give back to them. 
Camille was in the military. So. Oh, yeah. right. Sorry. Yeah. So I was going to ask about that because obviously um, I was stationed in, in Hawaii, which I know everyone's like, oh, you're stationed in Hawaii. I was stationed on a guided missile destroyer ship, a DGG-77, the Very USS cool. O'Kane. So basically we escort frigates and supply ships because we have the missiles. Right. Um, and so what a lot of people don't talk about, especially around the holiday seasons, is a lot of people who are deployed, they don't get to see their family. Mm-hmm. Um, they are constantly in getting hazardous pay because they are in war zones. You also then come back with a lot of PTSD and things that have happened to you that you have a hard time talking about and getting reacclimated into the civilian world is a little difficult. So I'm so thankful that you do that um, simply because I know a lot of people struggle with after their transitioning period to get back into the civilian life and then to go through the motions of life and then then also then to be struggling, right? Because that's like a pride thing for yeah. a lot of people because like you're protecting our country, you're doing your duty, but then now I can't even make ends meet for my family. Correct. Right, and so it's hard to or ask for help. Or you can make ends meet and you don't realize because you have PTSD on how to do regular things. How do I pay my bills on time? Or things like that. And and I'm not saying this is everybody, obviously, but certain people have just challenges. Like, Or you're not taught because you're going so young. You're going at 18. You're not taught these basic skills. Oh my God, now I have bills that need to be paid between the 1st and the 15th. And the check comes on the 1st, but by the 15th of the month, there's no more money. Okay, but now what? Now I have two kids to feed or I have whatever, or I just have my husband or whatever. It's amazing that we're not taught these things in school, first of all. And second of all, now you've been in a place where you've not had to worry about anything. You've never had to worry about a meal. And I know this sounds awful, but you've never had to worry about a meal. Your bed is always done because that is something you have to do before you start running. Your your health is taken care of because you are running so much. And you know, These are just things that are taken care of for you. Your basic necessities are already taken care of, but you come back to civilian life, but nobody's taking care of those needs anymore. And I think like for entrepreneurs, for everyone, I think being able to bless others because we know the difficulties, Mm -hmm. right? So like Miranda does a lot in the community, so does Rosa. Being able to be an entrepreneur allows you that time to give back, right? We had Christina on the podcast. She's also giving back. So a lot of those... um, I would say initiatives, right, that are in the community, we're actually able to do and make mm-hmm. more of an impact and make a difference. That working a nine to five job, no offense to, to those who, who do, <laughs> that doesn't allow you the time or the creative sense whatsoever to express yourself and make a difference in the community, which is why obviously we're trying to do the podcast and bring you guys some awareness on, on all the things the good and the bad and everything in between, but then also how much you can make a difference. Um, just, right? Starting off yes, small and then course. and then growing and then being able to give back has been very impactful for a lot of our business owners. And then now they're more involved in the community right. and like what they're passionate about. Even just liking and sharing people's posts. People are so saying that it's all about money by making an impact. But even liking, sharing, including people, inviting people to the pot, to the pop-up people, making sure you're adding all your friends or inviting and all that. Even those things create impact. Well, and like, not only that. Or listening to the podcast. And like, think about it even beyond that. So I don't think people understand, like, strategically what's what stuff like podcasts do for business owners. Or not just podcasts, or even social media. It goes beyond the screen. A lot of people think, oh, nobody's going to view that. But it's going to get pushed out more and more and more the more that you talk about it. And... One thing I focus on is like local level impact and just one podcast 
right? Because you share it with your friends, because you talk about it, because I talk about it, because Camille talks about it, Mm -hmm. or whoever shares it, that could impact somebody to either A, be like, ooh, giddy up, I want to be an entrepreneur. And then they're inspired. Or B, it can have the the other effect on it, where somebody who is a struggling entrepreneur finally realizes, hey, maybe I'm not cut out for this business. And it, it gives that pathway. And it, no, it's not monetary. It's information. It's education. It's bringing that awareness to people way beyond just a social level. But we, we were even listening. I was listening to all your podcasts today. So, I'm, you know, a little bit versed on what's going on. But Jill, we were listening to Jill's podcast and you can't do it alone. No. Anybody who says you can be an entrepreneur and do it alone is kidding themselves or doesn't realize the impact of people in the outside because I know 110% I couldn't do it alone and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't want to do it alone. We're not meant to live these lives or anything alone. And why is it so hard to say that I don't know how to do this? Like Miranda has helped me countless ways on streamlining my business because I wanted to do all of these things and didn't realize I could just automate that all and I could not do it and it was fantastic. And Camila's helping me get my LLC up and like I'm so blessed that I have a team whether it's you know you realize that they're your team or not but so blessed to have a team to say hey I don't know how to do x y and z. I'm really good at art but then executive functioning is not my skill. So you know or for example I can organize things but my organization isn't the same as yours and there are so many different ways to do something and like I just learned about an otter which I'm going to go use so that I can have all the things that go on this wonderful head of mine and just put it on paper because I I need to just get it out so that I can have all my ridiculous ideas whether they're good or bad on paper and then be like okay wait oh this doesn't make sense okay well we can work on these two things not the 170 things that are going on in my head yeah and I wouldn't have ever like thought about anything if it wasn't for Rosa or Miranda pulling me in so oftentimes I always tell people like you never know who you're gonna meet and then the people that you meet and the reasoning behind why you meet them because everything is a connection so like pop-up really serves as a place for you to make authentic connections and to network and to get the resources that you need, even if it may not work out. Another person just recently applied for an accelerator program, reached out to multiple different people. If it's not a good fit, that's for you to make that decision. But we want to be the conduit for you guys to get the resources that you need and to talk about it and to talk about the things that nobody wants to talk about. Everyone wants to set sell their successes and their big milestones, right? But we want to talk about like the real, (laughs) what actually happens behind closed doors, right? What Miranda's staying up late at night doing or like the Otter AI, which (laughs) she was talking about was I use that for my meetings um, and it just helps record. So being able to leverage that as well. Um, Miranda's doing a dance. (laughs) I keep hitting the cord. (laughs) For those who are viewing us right now, but our listeners will just, we just, uh, we're just entertaining. Um, but yes, find your people and always network. And you never know who you're going to meet and what takeaways you can have from them and good connections that you can make. I think the entrepreneurial spirit that you should always have is that you meet people that come and go into your life for a reason. And then also like you meet other people and it's just a huge network. And we want to build that community space here. And it, it should be a safe haven for you to talk about whatever it is that you need to talk about and to be vulnerable about and to really be inclusive in our community. 
and even when it's hard. I think sometimes people avoid hard conversations and I'm like, just have the hard conversation. It's not something that you can't work through. If you go around it or like you, you try to maneuver around it constantly, it's just always gonna be there. Just get it off your chest, have the hard conversation and move forward and then go from there. Honestly, when you're dealing with business, business is business. And as an entrepreneur, I think there's a lot of stuff that we don't know and we learn every day. <laughs> I learned something new in this place every single day. Sometimes things that I cannot unlearn um, <laughs> or unhear. So it's so important to always have an open mind. And like what I always tell people is anything I say, I say it with love. I never have any hard feelings or like I don't ever hate anyone. No matter how much something bad happens or there's frustrations, I never hate anyone. But sometimes you just have to have the hard conversations and think, move forward with yeah, it. Yeah, I think in life everything's either a blessing or a lesson. And I think if you have regrets, especially as entrepreneurs, you didn't learn. Yep. Because, like, I probably made a thousand batches of henna before it was perfect. Mm -hmm. And I've still changed my mix all the time. And I'm like, oh, but this will make it better. And then I get told that, you know, you really need to stop because it's 2.30 in the morning and you have an event the next day and your mix is still not ready. So, you know, like, like there are still days that I'm like, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z early. And I don't. And you, you, you just you just learn. And you, you're going to make so many mistakes. And anybody who's starting a business and who's just starting out, if you're not succeeding, okay, you're learning. Instead of saying, I'm failing, and I think that's the biggest thing, in, especially in our world today, it's, oh, I failed. But you didn't fail. You just learned a way that it didn't work. Like, you know, we, we made so many changes. I can't tell you how many times I've changed tents because one of them wasn't tornado-proof, and I literally watched it do circles going down a hill and tried to chase it, which was a really bad idea on my part. But, you know, it just, you, you learn so many things that, like, Different signage doesn't work outside. Okay, it works inside, but it doesn't work outside. I have a different setup now for inside than I do for outside. And having separate set setups, fantastic. You can be at two different events. It, you just, you learn so many things. Like, I learned I need binder clamps or clips because it keeps the pressure in my cones. But none of this stuff is something you just learn overnight. It's trial and error and trial and error. Yeah, and that's the thing, a big takeaway about all of our entrepreneurs, right, is having that learner mentality. A lot of people will say, oh, well, it's, it's just failing forward, but let's just shift that negative into a positive about lessons learned and having that continual spirit that you're supposed to have when it comes to those issues. And then knowing that, okay, I not only learned from it, but I actually grew from it because now I know X, Y, and Z. You wouldn't have had that unless you had that experience. So for entrepreneurs, it may take you multiple lessons learned, but you're going to get it. You have to be willing to take that risk every single time whether it's okay my setup didn't work this time one of our friends she was at junk stock and everything blew away right it was an opportunity to learn what was going to work best for her setup so keep that mentality for every setback or roadblock that you may experience to talk kindly to yourself and know this is just a growing pain i'm going to take it as it is and i'm going to improve for my business i'm going to improve for myself and i'm going to improve for my clients we call those blessings, okay? So I don't remember who has told me this, but literally the exact talk track <laughs> that you had about the blessing turned into a lesson, 
I call those blessons. So B-L-E-S-S-O-N, okay? It's a blessing. And what that means, it's important that this happened because if it, this didn't happen, I wouldn't understand this. And you can think about whatever horrible thing has ever happened, whatever awkward situation you were in, and you can literally look back and instead of saying, oh, shit, I failed, you can say, that was a blessing. And, you know, if you're from the South and you twang it a little bit, it sounds like blessing. But literally, <laughs> literally, it is something that has shifted my mindset because I used to be so negative about everything. And if anybody knows me, <laughs> I'm pretty positive for the yeah. most part. But I go through a lot of burnout. I go through because of how many hats I wear, because of how busy I am, because of being a single mom, because of being an entrepreneur, because of like trying to balance relationships and general friends, all the things. I'm 28. I'm, I'm still a kid, guys. Like I'm a child. Um, it's so hard. Yeah. And that is one of those things that keeps me so positive. Because if I don't tell myself that, I go down that negative rabbit hole. And that's the way I used to be. I used to think I, the world was out to get me. Everything sucks. It's awful. It's horrible. But it truly is a blessing. Yeah. Like any bad experience, literally ask yourself, what was the blessing out of this? Because it will help change that mindset. And it's about abundance, right? Mm -hmm. It's about making a difference inside yourself. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge thing for me because then I went from being a negative Nancy and being angry all the time to just being like, oh, this sucks. This is a blessing. How are we going to get out of this and, and move forward? But learning to feel your feelings, I think even as, as, not just as women, but as children, we are told not to feel our feelings. We're not to cry, not to do this, not to do that. Recently, I am learning it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be mad. It's okay not to live in it, obviously, but to come visit it. Yeah. Come experience it. And, and not just experience it for a moment, but feel it like deep in your core and allow it to just flow through you. And then allow it almost to like fall through your feet and like give it back to the world and say, okay, you're going to go back to the world and you're going to become pure and wonderful and pretty and I'm gonna make you rainbows and bunnies down there. And you know, like basically create a world of magic and allow yourself to feel these things. It's not easy being an entrepreneur. I can't tell you how many days where we've signed up for events and it's 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 not pretty. We went to an event just recently and I looked and he looked at me and he's like, do you know what you signed up for? And I'm like, no, I have no clue. And sometimes they're amazing and sometimes they suck and you lose a lot of money and, and all these things. But if I didn't try it, I wouldn't know. Driving to Iowa is not always a great plan, but we made a lot of money last time we went there, but the time we went now, it wasn't as great. So are we gonna do it next year? I don't know, but it's a discussion. Instead of saying, okay, I would have never known that I couldn't do it if I had never tried, or, you know, things like that. And like, did everybody just like listen to that? I don't know if everyone wants to rewind what I'm gonna <laughs> do. It was so eloquently put by you because it was like a healing component to what you were delivering. So earlier, a takeaway from, from just this in general, she talked about occupying space, right, with those emotions. 
But then the visual that I got from you, which I don't know if you guys can see when my, you know, when you guys are on there on the YouTube high, it was like, let it take up that space in you, right? And then release it to the ground, right? So I feel like we talked about that earlier about chakras. You talked about the seven chakras and how like things have to be in alignment. So it's okay to have those feelings and process those feelings. But then maybe like do a henna or do menti and be able to kind of scream, release all of that back, right? it in have it occupy space but then to release it i think that was an important takeaway here because as we don't want to keep fueling that fire right we don't want to keep fueling that negativity because it's not going to serve us we want to take it exist in it have it take up space and then be able to release it and be okay with that release and the visual i got was really funny so i can either keep it to myself or i can say it on the podcast so Again, Miranda's going through some kidney issues right now. So all I can think about is urine. If we really want to visualize this a little bit more, just let it go in your waist, okay? Like, when you're having a hard time, just process all of that. Let Let it take up all the space, and then just pee it out. And let it go away. (laughs) Let it get flushed away with all your hopes and dreams. That is exactly the visual that I had. And I just... I just thought it was amazing that, like, you you just started to take away that, like, in my head, this is what's going on. This is well, why. I hear it a little bit differently. So I always, like, hold my anger here in my heart. So yeah. heart is your heart chakra, obviously. Yeah. And it's pink or green, depending on how deeply you love yourself. So normal people have it green. And if you truly deeply love yourself, it's pink. Most children have it pink because oh. they are so pure and so innocent. And you you hold, I hold all my anger here because something has hurt me in my core. Something has hurt me in my heart. And when I hold it here, I think of like vines coming from my feet, coming all the way up to grab this anger or grab this ball of heat, because for me, it's my whole body is really hot. And then it's pulling all of that out of me. And Mm. for me, it's like little flowers growing all the way down. And it's like, oh, cool. I feel beautiful again. I feel magical again. And it takes a minute. And it's not always easy because we all have things that go on. And, you know, whether it's, you know, immigration cases or or whatever, whatever you're struggling with. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to be here next year yet. So, you know, we're just, just taking every moment for what it is because you don't know when it's going to be your last one. And two, you don't want your dream to end. So why are you focusing it on an ending? I truly, truly love that. And I think I just learned a lot about myself. I'm not kidding. I think I hold a lot of my anger in my sacral. Mm-hmm. A lot. I think so too. <laughs> we can talk about that not on we the podcast. We will talk about that on, not on the podcast. Um, but with that being said, we are kind of up on time. So any last words or things that you feel like need to be said on this podcast? Well, anybody who wants to connect or anything, whether you want a henna session or not, reach out. I'm totally open to people who are start starting, especially people who want to do shows outside. There are lots of tricks of the trade, like how much weight you need on each pole or whatever. Or come hang out at one of the outdoor events. Come see it. So anybody who wants to do outdoor events and you're afraid, come to Papillion Days, come to Benson Days, come to one of these events where we've actually set up a proper outdoor setup and come see it. Because you'll have a lot of things that you don't realize that you need. I have wire clamps and things like that keeping my backdrop up because it's the only thing that stays up from wind. Or, you know, I have rocks at the bottom of each of my bags because that's the only thing that will keep it from not flying away or, you know, things like that. So um, just know that there are people who want to help you and that you're not alone. And come, come explore, come enjoy, come create art with me. And uh, yeah, come connect. 
I foresee like a workshop here at Pop Up that's like yes. called like Vendor Fairs 101. I I'm foresee down. that, and I I just like see this the team with you of of other people <laughs> who are experienced vendors talking to all the newbies. That yeah. needs to happen. We Absolutely, need to, we need to speak that one into the universe, yeah, let's do and it. then we can do like a minute to win it type of thing, where you guys have a certain amount of time to set up your tent properly, and mm-hmm. then whoever does the checklist gets a prize. Done. Can I be Godzilla <laughs> and try to like destroy the tent? It Please, like fun. It can like we fun. make this happen? Yes, it sounds I, like fun. I will wear a Godzilla costume, <laughs> and it will be a good time. She'll simulate everything that could possibly happen at one of the events yeah. that you maybe have to prepare for. The preparedness of Godzilla. Got it. Gorilla By the way, Godzilla your, just came out. Yeah, yeah, we'll just Gorilla tape you so Godzilla can't come near you. Gorilla tape is my best friend. <laughs> well, we're going to end that on the high note. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we wanted to thank you for coming on the show. I hope you know how much I love you and I hope you feel it. Always. Because I'm like... Feel it in here. <laughs> yeah. I'm whipping you green energy, but, <laughs> but I want to make that pink. So... We'll figure that one out. But thanks, y'all, and I hope everybody has a good day. And I feel like it is a good way to end this podcast is if nobody has told you today, remember, you are enough, and you can make a difference.